0: it's a beautiful friday a
1: virtual friday actually
0: exactly it's a, it's a black
2: friday it's a black
1: friday guys anyway um guys thank you so much for coming and um happy good morning yeah, happy good
2: morning to <laughs> yeah. everyone listening so, and uh our guests in the studio is right here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: welcome to the special program dad Youth for Change, a special production made possible with support from the Circus City Council and the City of Marmo from Sweden. And all the
2: way from Sweden.
1: Sweden. 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 <laughs> made possible. Uh, sorry. And in the studio today we have special guests joining us from all the way from Marmo, Sweden. And local guests from the Circa City Council. Local is Laka.
2: Loco is Laka.
1: And other young people making positive change mm. in the community. We but in just a while they'll be sharing with us more about their work and visits
2: yeah so like uh, i know my, my 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 co-host hasn't even introduced my m- me like you know. i didn't
1: even introduced myself <laughs> that's okay. that oh guys i'm
3: raining them, by the way <laughs> welcome to the voice radio show
2: and uh you are with your boy am i a boy <laughs> <laughs> for, now, okay. for now my boy yeah, you with the boy rafael piri and uh, we're going to take you through this special program which is dubbed uh youth for change a program which is brought to you by the lusaka city council and uh the city uh the city of Malmo, and uh not forgetting igneta media all the way from sweden so before we kick start the show let me let me keep the ball rolling mm-hmm. and uh i'll Allow my guests to introduce themselves and tell us more about themselves and um, about maybe Sweden as well. Yeah, I'll start with um, with Chisha. She's just speaking so...
1: But you've already
3: introduced, I think we'll start with the ladies. The
2: Mm -hmm. ladies, (laughs) (laughs) okay.
3: Okay, so um, good morning everyone. I'm so happy to be on radio. Must mention this is my first time. Wow. So, okay, so my name's Chisha Chakulanda, and I must add Banda, but um, yeah, so I'm a, a public health inspector from Lusaka City Council, and uh, and for the purposes of uh, this project we have here, which will elaborate further, I am the project coordinator, coordinating all activities surrounding uh, this current project that is uh, running.
1: Wow. Nice, Interesting.
4: Hello, good morning everybody. Very nice to be here. My name is Linnea Uppsell. I'm from the city of Malmö, uh, all the way in Sweden. And uh, yeah, very happy to be here as well. It's a very nice day here. Um, I work here as a project manager for the Luma Youth for Change project. Nice.
5: Hello, Lutaka. My name <laughs> Gotta spice it up. Very (laughs) dry. Gotta spice it up. The
0: music has worked. The
5: music has worked. She's dancing. She can dance. Thank you. (laughs) So, I'm also from Malmö. I'm 22, so I'm not that old. And I'm a representative for the youth council that just has started actually in Malmö. So, you will hear a lot of it
0: later. Okay, nice. All right, my name
3: is
0: I? All
2: right.
0: So my name's I'm a youth reporter for Agenda Change Foundation, and uh, what else? I'm from within Lusaka, so yes. <laughs>
1: nice. So maybe to, to start the show, please share with us um, a bit about the Youth for Change project and Momo and Lusaka City Council. Uh, oh. That's for Linear and um, Chisha. <laughs> so I guess Linear can
2: start. Yeah, yeah I can start.
1: And please, one, one thing. Um, we we'll, we'll want you to just uh, give us a glimpse of some of the success that you guys have um,
4: had thus far. OK. So, So uh, the Youth for Change uh, project has started because we have seen that we share some challenges in Lusaka and Malmö. We're two cities with uh, young populations uh, and uh, we uh, have a gap between the decision makers who uh, plan what will happen in the city and uh, how we will move forward in different issues. And young people we know have uh, a lot of good... uh, uh, input and uh, opinions and uh, most importantly young people also have uh, the right to be heard in uh, issues that uh, concern them so uh, we have to try and find ways to uh, um, to bridge this gap between the decision-makers and young people so uh, we have a three-year project ongoing uh, where we learn together, Lusaka and Malma, uh, We work with the same challenge in a little bit different ways, so we t- try different things in our two cities. Uh, and uh, I think in Malma we we're, we're uh, very happy to try out uh, uh, different ways. We work uh, through schools, uh, with uh, different NGOs, uh, and uh, of course with this uh, a uh, new youth council that is uh, uh, starting up right now uh, since September, which Dolly will uh, also tell you more about. Um, yeah, so, so far, I think we have uh, learned very much also from the experiences in Osaka and uh, the things we have tried out in Malmö. Interesting, Good.
3: Okay, so I'll just add from where my colleague has left off. Um, so this collaboration between Osaka and Malma is actually a sponsored program under uh, the International Centre for Local Democracy, uh, based in Sweden. So they support the uh, municipal partnership. And uh, under this partnership we are able to work together. And uh, I must mention that we are we are working towards uh, our bias is uh, environmental management and protection but with a focus on climate change. So, we are able to share experiences between Osaka and Malma, and uh, we're able to learn from each other. We will not have um, exactly the same activities, but they're in line with the climate and the environment. But the idea is to, I think, adapt to your mm-hmm. local situation. So, for example, in Malma, they have the ocean, so they would uh, focus on uh, climate uh, centered activities, which will look at ocean maybe protecting the ocean so in Osaka we probably have things like a lot of land so we'll adapt our activities towards what suits us best and I think that uh, works well because we are able to adapt to the local situations that we have Hmm. so it's very I must say it's been very interesting um, because we are working with the youth and uh, youths have very interesting ideas and perspectives and uh, one of the benefits of this program is that the youth will have a voice and input on uh, many decisions that are being formulated at a local level. So the idea is to bring together, as she alluded to the fact that there are gaps that exist. So the idea is now to bring together the youth and the civic leaders to have a common ground or to come into spaces and platforms where they can uh, share ideas or the ideas that the youth have. be taken on and considered and uh, be included in the plans for the city so that is basically what we are working at and uh, I must add that in this collaboration because of uh, the conversations that have been um, created so the Lusaka City Council is now looking towards formulating a junior council that will serve as a platform for the young people to work towards uh, local governance and uh, be able to add their voice to many issues in the city but uh for the sake of our project we'll focus on climate change
2: so i've heard you talked about this project it takes three years that's three years yeah. so um so when did it start
4: okay like, yeah it started uh, almost two years ago okay so uh, we have a little bit more than one year to go
2: okay so like from the time you started what have been some of the uh, 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 success which you guys have
4: recorded. I think uh, it's also important to mention that the, the project wants to really focus on how we as, uh, as the cities, the municipalities, the city council, how we can open up to the opinions of young people. So, many of the activities in the project are actually directed towards civil servants to also learn about, for example, the rights that children and young people have. So we have had uh, education um, activities for for civil servants to learn about these rights uh, we're developing uh, educational material about that as well and uh, we've had uh, in Osaka you've had workshops as well with uh, yes, That's very correct. yeah uh, so uh, we have seen that there's an uh, increased awareness i think among the civil servants that this is something very important uh, that it's the the rights of the children but also that for the quality of their work, that they need the perspectives of, of young people in order to make better decisions and better plans. So uh, I think uh, we have seen that, uh, that this awareness has actually uh, increased. Uh, and we have also seen in some uh, some activities, uh, very positive results as well. We have had young people uh, who have been um, in in school and they, we have uh, had some uh, special training with them and they have been prepared to speak for example at conferences about uh, issues with young people like uh, Chisha mentioned uh, around the oceans for example uh, so they have been uh, on stages and talking to an adult audience with the perspective of young people for example we have had it several times in the project mm-hmm. yeah,
1: really awesome and i think such collaborations and projects should be encouraged They are You know, they're just such a strong reminder of the similarities of humanity. You guys get to work together, you know. Um, Oftentimes, we think maybe developed countries or countries where you guys come from, everything is okay, everything is perfect. But, well, unfortunately, things are not. And it's when we decide to collaborate that we, we just discover everything and work together.
3: Yeah. Um, what do you and think, like think before, before. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah. I was also just going to add that um, from what you have said, it's also important to recognize that we are now like a global village. Exactly. So we are able to share experiences even more closely. And um, on the issue of uh, also enlightening or educating the local politicians on the importance of such collaborations, I must add that um, as Lusaka City Council, we did have a workshop with the civic leaders, um, where we were able to talk about uh, how they, why how they feel the young people should be included in the decisions when they sit in uh, um, uh, full council meetings, but how can we bring the voice of the youth on board? And uh, some of the results recorded was that um, they actually agreed to say that it's very important that the youth should be brought on board yeah so that their perspectives can be taken on but also a call to the youth that when um such programs are initiated they should also take them up seriously and because sometimes the the elder generation they thought that sometimes the youth are not serious with some mm-hmm. of the issues so that was also a, possibly a negative but on the um, the whole picture was that uh they really felt the need that the youth should be part of the process of uh local governance
1: Hmm. Nice. and actually i think it's, it's a challenge to all yachts to actually even check the things seriously so that they take us seriously um Rafa,
2: what do you think i think uh like from getting the, the, the views from linear and uh um Chisha, it, it is really something which is bringing me to say okay if in sweden they're able to bring up, trying to bring up issues, issues to do with the youth out there and bringing the, the gap between the, uh, the the leaders and the youths. Meaning, what we're seeing right here in Zambia is not something new even to other, to other places. So I feel we're being connected. Like Chicha exactly. said, it's a global village. Yeah. So it's something which we can now relate and um, it's bringing some confidence in me Mm-hmm. so like um apart from because uh, you talked about engaging young people in um just to, in, uh, to close up the gap between the civic leaders and the young people so what are some like specific things you you you, you plan okay we're going to get the young people to, 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 to speak on certain issues or so how do you do that because i'm sure you will just see in schools but what other alternatives are you taking apart from schools like because you've seen maybe going to schools trying to um maybe in club forming clubs and then try, people young people are able to participate but there are other people out there other youths who are not in schools so how is that
3: okay on that issue like including possibly out of school youths i i should say um, right now, what we have on the plate is uh, the existing platforms we have is trying to, one of the ways is to formulate a junior council. But that in, uh, in itself, we are trying to look at ways in which we, in, we can include the out-of-school youths. It's still a bit of a gray area, even for us, uh, because we need to have structures on how we can uh, bring them on board. But we do realize that there are other organizations that are working, that are already out there, where, which we can uh, use and utilize. And I think one of the collaborations we do have, because we do not, it's just not a partnership between Osaka and Malma. Mm-hmm. there are other external uh, experts that uh, we have brought on board. And one of those, um, I may add right now, is the uh, Agents of Change Organization or Foundation, which is doing, I think, wonderful works with uh, some of the youths that uh, may not be in school per se. So through such organizations uh, already existing, we are going to use them as avenues to bring the out of school youths on board and we are still um in the process of looking at um, uh, other experts who we know are out there and will endeavor to bring them on board
2: okay that's something interesting and uh just uh i'm going to throw this question to um chisha and um, um Looking at the views which we've gotten, and I, it's something which everyone out there can able to relate with. But uh, why is youth involvement, like youth involvement, so much, um, so much important in the work which you are doing? Because for you to come up with something to do with youth for for change, meaning you want the youth to be there. But why is it so important? Why are the youths important in this project?
4: I think think there are several uh, reasons. Um, It's very important for many reasons. So, uh, uh, like I mentioned before, it's uh, actually uh, the right that young uh, uh, people have to influence uh, decisions that affect their future or their, their uh, lives. Uh, so they have that right according to the UN Convention on Children's Rights. So we are actually obliged to, to, to give the right to young people. And they don't have the right to vote. So how are young people gonna gonna give their opinions? We have to find other ways for young people to, to be able to use that, or what you say, to, to acknowledge that right that they actually have. Uh, the other thing I'd like to mention is that uh, the, uh, when we make plans and uh, decisions concerning, in this case, our local government, uh, we often have. Uh, we know that we need opinions from other stakeholders. It's not good if we, as civil servants, just sit in our office and plan things. Uh, we know we have to talk to to other stakeholders, and the more other stakeholders you involve, the more perspectives you get the better chance you are to have a good uh, plan or policy that is actually going to have a good uh, good effect on uh, uh, on the city. So with more perspectives we think well, you get better decisions in the end. And the other thing uh, uh, is also I think it can often be uh, uh, good for the young people and themselves also to, to have these dialogues with uh, civil servants or, or politicians in different ways because they can be uh, Maybe some young people uh, lack good role models, or they don't really know like who's in charge in the city, and uh, they're maybe not so interested in politics. And this can be a way to to empower young people to have a voice in society and to grow and uh, to to find uh, how they want to to proceed in their own lives as well.
1: Okay. Oh, yes. i think um this is actually a challenge for us students, you know, to just do something as well because you, you people have taken a step to say we want to do this with you uh Rafi, what
2: do you think i think it is a great step because we're like whether young people and their great minds there something positive comes out and uh, to our listeners don't forget that uh you were tuned in to this special program dubbed youth for change and it is brought you to it is brought to you by uh, the Lusaka City Council, the Agents of Change Foundation, Zambia, Igneta, Noding Media, and the City of Mom, all the way from Sweden. Sweden. So gonna right about <laughs> now, right about now, we're going to go.
0: Zedstream.com.
2: Woo! pop, go. They're
0: exactly. coming, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nice guy so don't come here pretender Don't dare me cause I'm now a pretender Give me tools, I give me tools Simple huh? simply because 24 goes got to be lena One, two, three, let's
1: starts really start up my Saturday. That that was fire, guys. Um, Dolly, you were you were dancing. I have to. When we go outside, please dance for them. They really really need to see you dance. I will. I wow, will. that I'm I'm so excited for tomorrow. It's it's a Saturday already for me mm. and a very cheap Friday actually. For tonight. <laughs> don't ask me why where?
2: and
1: And how, how how are the vibes for you?
2: As in the vibes are vibing. I don't know. The vibes are
1: vibing. Wow, <laughs> that was so great. So guys, turning to to you youths, um, our
0: youths, mm-hmm. young boy like. and Apple. Yeah. Apple. Apple. girl, <laughs> the young
3: boy and the girl. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh. So seeing that you two um come from different cultures, have different cultures, mm-hmm. and um sh- you I want us to just, I want you guys to share with us uh, what you do as young people, as activists uh, in, in your respective countries. I'll start with the lady, the beautiful, uh, active,
2: be be
3: enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: but we have a lot going on actually, uh, and it's not just for the climate, but for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So we have like there is uh, escalating gang violence in mm-hmm. Myanmar, uh, so we are trying to meet the politicians on equal mm-hmm. plan to discuss it, um, and the politicians, and try to also bring up the problems because we actually told them not we but the youth back then mm-hmm. that this will happen this will escalate but they didn't listen mm-hmm. and now we have gone to the place that it actually went to the extent that they thought was unthinkable but we are there now mm-hmm. and nothing has done has been done before so we have to do something right 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 now All right. Mm-hmm.
2: so you you coming from the youth um youth council yes i want to know more about the youth council
5: Okay, so the Youth Council in Manma started with that youth gathered and they discussed that we need a platform because we don't have any platform to reach the politicians or reach the uh, councils that we want to out to the, to the youth and ask them uh, if they wanted a platform, if they voted and a lot of young people actually uh, have stopped voting because they feel that they are not listened to, they do not have the power and they even if they vote that their vote will not do as much as it should do so we we thought that it's a big big problem because if they do not take the chance to (laughs) vote if they do not it's also a duty actually so if they want like their rights they also have to do their duties and (laughs) actually voting is kind of both exactly Uh, so it was a big big problem for us because if young people stop voting and the numbers go up it won't be an election (laughs) (laughs) anymore that's a big big problem Mm -hmm. because we still want a democracy Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. so like looking at uh, the fact that I'm sure there are a lot of youths in in, in Sweden as well Mm -hmm. so how many youth um, council people are there?
5: Uh, it's right now Mm -hmm. we started in September and we had like 10 meetings so it's very new still that there are between 20 and 30 that are uh, constantly coming to the meetings and are engaged mm-hmm. because it's a very open as uh, open platform, so you don't have to be there every time. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you can go there, listen, participate. And someday maybe you have homework, maybe you have exams, you have to work, you have a child that's sick and you can come. Mm-hmm. So it's not like obligated to go there. Uh, it's only if you really want to, to do it, to learn, to participate, and to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Nice, really interesting.
2: So we we'll have get the views from our very <laughs> own
5: local...
4: Yeah, yeah <laughs> <channels>. <laughs> <laughs> <Basically>, <laughs> I
1: to you, I I I <laughs> <started laughs> <by, by> <laughs> And we
0: don't need to burst, our mics right now. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, right.
0: so... <laughs> <laughs> I introduce myself, obviously, I'm a youth reporter for the Agents of Change Foundation. And basically what we do is carry out uh, radio programs and outreaches as well. And we've got two theme lines that we're working on right now. Uh, There's one on sexual productive health and rights. And the other one is on climate change. Now, I think let me explain a bit. Um, Let me start the sexual productive health and rights so that I can concentrate more on climate change. Now, one thing that you would uh, observe in the Zambian society is that there's a lot of... uh, Issues to do with sexual and uh, reproductive health and rights that are not being respected or that are being violated. I'll give you a practical example. It's easy when you go to a community like my home, which is a Compound, mm-hmm. to find a young girl at the age of 16 or 17 married or, or a girl as early as 15 falling pregnant. Now, this has come to our attention as uh, Agents of Change uh, Foundation Youth Reporters to you say we cannot just look at these vices happening in our community and then keep quiet and contribute mm-hmm. to it. Because it might look as one person that's fall, uh, falling pregnant, but then the repercussion might be that that person was supposed to be, even a doctor would have mm-hmm. saved exactly. millions of lives in Zambia. Mm-hmm. But then, if you're not there to ensure that, in as much as these vices are happening in society, for example, if a kid falls pregnant, what is the next step that they could take You see that? Mm-hmm. If, for example, they have not started indulging in sexual activities, how best can they keep themselves if they, have, if they <coughs> are engaging in sexual activities? how best could they do that what well, is protecting themselves knowing that life is very precious so we conduct these video uh, programs uh, on different topics regarding sexual reproductive health and rights it might be more circumcision it might be sensitizing people about survival cancer screening uh, contraceptives human rights regarding that particular field and whatnot so that's just in a nutshell about sexual productive health and rights and then we when to go to other the other things that we're working with which is climate change I will give you a very practical example of what's happening right now if you go around our nation or even the city of Osaka. Uh, I think let me use this since I'm a young person, let me use this phrase to say it. Currently in our nation, like a partner that's never committed is very hard to have power at our home. So you find power camps at uh, midnight and goes at 05. So when you are waking up, power goes. Mm-hmm. By the time you want to sleep, that's when it comes. It's like that father that is a, a truck driver. You have no time that you get people in the same home. When there's power and you still awake. You see that. Mm-hmm. And that is as a result of the fact that we concentrate really much in our country on hydroelectricity, that depends on our water bodies. But mm-hmm. as a result of the fluctuations that are happening with our weather patterns, you find that most of our water bodies are unable to produce the power that are needed in these homes and some of these are problems that we are facing now, it's not that we wouldn't have dealt with them previously but it's because we looked at climate as a small factor or component of development that could not affect our lives and these are the repercussions. That we're facing now the practical example could be some other countries like uh, let's say a uh, practical example is rwanda as a result of uh, the fact that most nations in uh, most nations in africa depend on the electricity they decided to start building up solar solar plants because they knew that going forward rainfall would be a problem other than that i mean a lot of other countries have engaged in the planting of trees and whatnot so that they would cushion the um uh, emissions of the atmosphere and just balance up the gases and this is something that we uh, we've started advocating for as well as agents of change foundation we called weekly radio shows that talk about climate change as well where we suggest the young people the importance of taking care of our environment you know it, it cannot take one individual to transform the entire nation but at least if everybody does something at the end of the day we would have a very good environment if everyone just took it let's say You all plant three trees at your own home. I mean we've got maybe over five hundred thousand homes in Zambia. (laughs) We're talking about one thousand five hundred trees being planted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if everyone woke up and say, "Let's uh, plant three trees," which could be done, you see that. So that is the uh, kind of perspective that we're trying to instill in a society: a perspective of responsibility and whatnot. And aside from that, I think as Agents of Change Foundation, we look at it more than just young people advocating for their rights and for their environment, their We look at it as a way of. Uh, stealing leadership, I'll give you an, a practical, practical example, I think before I joined the foundation it was very hard for me to even speak in public, at times I'm shocked when I listen to radio or a recording session of myself and I'm like okay, so I could say things, I didn't know that <laughs> <laughs> and and other than that, uh, the other thing that I would, uh, I would speak of is on the fact that we've got a, a lot of youth reporters that are, are going to that are, going beyond now and I, uh, do doing very productive things for our nation i'll give you an example that he's always one of our youth reporters and he's using his online presence i'll give you his facebook account is one that is very active you want to find out what's happening in the nation uh if you want to know more about Blue change, just go and search for that he's our very own and you'll find he's written a lot of things about that i mean there are a lot of people and uh, well, uh, and you could see the host that will have been in the studio right about now. And this is as a result of the effort that the foundation has continued to do, put and invest in the young people. So, uh, is there anything else? <laughs> okay, since you spoke about governance, and uh, this is connected to the foundation as well. As uh, as a result of the different workshops and training you have in public speaking and leadership as well, uh, I was bold enough to contest for... Uh, union elections at my school which, is, which happens to be the biggest institution in the republic of zambia and after we scoped them so because, uh, wow seven other guys and thank <laughs> you very much seven other uh members that wanted to buy for that position but i scoped it and that didn't happen overnight it happened because of the process these interactions will continue to have with people oh, nice. because when you're going to uh, when you're going to, going out there to sell your ideas to people you cannot do it effectively if you've never had a platform where people have nature you. Exactly. And this is a platform where we get nature as young people at ACF. And uh, having these fellow peers of mine that are doing the same thing and bigger things, I look at them and I get inspired. I look at Mr. Gift and I'm like, okay, the next time I don't want to be speaking on radio, I'll be organizing <laughs> <laughs> here. So it's, 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 a, it's a lot of learning platform.
2: Let me not say much. Okay, mm-hmm. so looking at uh, the fact that we, you have talked about working on the youth side now, mm-hmm. I'll start with um, you though. In your country, is there a lot of are youth participating that much? Is yes. there enough participation for the youth? It's never enough. <laughs> okay.
5: But there is much more. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, we have for example Greta that has started and she made a big flow of young people Mm -hmm. like actually participating, demonstrating and it's very very insane to see because it's a lot, a lot of youths Uh, and also this platform that we have, the Council, uh, it's also a new platform uh, for now and we hope that it will bring more people. Especially young people that can engage and make us known because it's still very new and we have to uh,
0: marketize it. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. So, Wandula, you being former minister
0: Uh, with a small letter M in case I'm arrested,
2: (laughs) 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 yes, being a former minister, um, you have minister of information, right? uh, uh,
0: Academic affairs,
2: academic affairs, yes do you think that young people have enough participation you as an individual right yeah okay i
0: feel uh, the the willingness let me answer it in a complicated way since i'm a young person so you just <laughs> expect that the willingness from the young people is there to participate but i think it's about the environment again that they are working under that i'll give you a practical example right now there's this whole notion of discussion happening around Bill 10 in our Republic which gives excessive power to the central government and the president in particular. So young people want to engage in discussions of governance regarding that because it is their constitution. I mean not wishing anyone bad luck, but the president is probably going to be dead in the next fifty years is Do you get that? <laughs> but then you find young people are scared of even speaking out. Not that they do not want to participate in the discussion. You so could have just uh a meeting where really like, voice out uh, their views and whatnot but then coming out strongly in media and just speak about what they feel about about that particular case you find they are mostly scared because of the fact that the government you know like controls everything and when you say anything that is against their perspective you might land yourself in problems and which which shouldn't be the case i think going forward as a nation we should plan to debate on online parties and night if the young person says yes to something they are saying yes because it's good if they are say no, saying no because it's bad they are not saying yes so that you remain in power or no so that you come out of power so i think that's the roadmap we should take and one thing that i should make mention is that compared to back then and now a lot of young people are now uh, coming. coming out uh, taking time to contribute to the development of their nation i mean just for you guys being on radio and advocating for climate change, that's the young people stepping up. You see that mm-hmm. way back it was very difficult and we had very few platforms. But uh, agencies such as the ACF Foundation have made it uh, very easy for young people to just step forward and be part of the change that they want to see. Because at the end of the day, we want to see a society that is free of human like uh, human rights violation and a society where everyone that is willing to work hard could have. A proper place or maybe a proper stand in future and that can only be done if we cooperate and embrace each other as young people so yes the commitment is there to participate but what we just really to uh really need to work out is the environment under which the young people participate because if you're winning but there's no platform for the platform that is there is intimidating at times it demoralizes the young people from coming out and participating hmm
1: interesting i think um well on, on my part i think pe- young people really are coming out but then they, say, like they're saying that because there is freedom of speech but not freedom, freedom after speech. the speech yeah. so in as much as you would want wow. to come out but they will attack you and that will actually bring forth fear in other youths. Yes. you know hence inhibiting us from saying what we need to say and the fact is things should be said because it's all right yeah. nevertheless um Guys, thank you so much for those great insights that you guys have um, have shared. But I would like to pose this uh, last question Why is youth involvement key to development and sustainability? I'll start with not right. yes. Make it brief. Say it again. <laughs> um, why is uh, youth involvement in, for development? Sorry, pardon me. Why is youth
5: involvement key for development and sustainability? It is important because, first of all, they are the youths, they will become the future leaders, mm-hmm. they will and are role models Exactly. and that needs to be encouraged because they will be the ones that come up with different uh, strategies, different solutions to problems that we have uh, but also that we may see much more Mm-hmm. and we have social networks that we are proud of mm-hmm. we have also social media that is very big and it's usually the youth that use it mm-hmm. and it's also in social media there isn't really borders mm-hmm. so you can travel all over the world mm-hmm. with just one phone <laughs> exactly and that gives <laughs> another perspective because the those who are older maybe have to travel to africa to mm-hmm. see how it is But those that live in Mangma can just scroll, (laughs) do research, and see what happens. And like, they also see the connections, like, one big problem in Mangma was that uh, the heat actually, uh, many people think that, well, it's just like one degree, it's not that much, but still in Mangma we had uh, very little water, so we couldn't grill outside, we couldn't water our bushes outside, our yard. And that is something that got brought up in one uh, meeting with the council. And the beautiful thing was that actually those that aren't interested in the subject and those who are interested, uh, were are talking about it. So those that weren't interested actually realized that, wow, this is a problem. And it's mm-hmm. not just over there, but it's starting to happen right here. Exactly. Mm. And that's actually that evolved their thinking, and they also involved in different committees. So it's not just like uh, they committed to school commission, but when they had the meeting, they realized that, well, we need to work on mm. different aspects as well, like the environment. Mm.
1: So, why
0: yes. do that? La- how, how would
1: you answer the question? Or maybe should I repeat it? I didn't care. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, why is youth involvement key for development and sustainability?
0: All right. I, I, I'll say it in two parts. Uh, the first part is of development. I think one thing we should we all probably know is the fact that we are as young people we are the majority, and other than that, we are very energetic. And uh, one thing why it is very impo- important to involve young people in development is uh, one fact that I always continue to say every time I'm asked that question is that you know the problems that we are facing then are different from the uh, problems we are facing now Mm -hmm. and it's we the young people that are found in the grassroots that these problems affect a lot and nothing for young people without the young people themselves the way theft would be handled or climate change would be handled but then is different from the way it should be handled now and the people with the solutions are we the young people because we are the ones that it affects the most and then connecting it to sustainability one thing that should we should all uh, get to know is that when looking at development and sustainability it's all about development that meets the needs of today without affecting how the future meets their own needs mm-hmm. so when you look at that particular aspect young people are very key because even tomorrow it's still going to be there you see that like mm-hmm. if you don't plant the tree today just know so that you might not have rain for in the next 10 years and you as a young person by then you might be even 40 you might experience a drought, but you forget that that drought is not because they're not ready for That drought has uh, basically come because of one specific exactly. reason: you never planted that tree. Exactly. The time that we already had told you to plant that. Tree. So, <laughs> so uh, it's very important to involve young people because they are not—they are the leaders of today that determine their own future as well mm-hmm. and a society in which
2: they want to live in. Mm-hmm. Wow, interesting this is just so interesting I like just getting these views and you know everything is just coming up so like oh,
1: okay. i've never even
2: thought of that like mm. this is really um interesting like um like i like the part where, uh what dolly talked about the social media before before i go on maybe say something um before moving on to the other thing wandula do you think that us or us youths here in zambia are taking um an active step in, in in the use of social media in the right way
0: i think we are taking a right step in the use of social media in the right way uh one direction i love to look at it is this you know, uh, when an opportunity comes to someone they either utilize it or they don't so it's everything what happens in that I'm sure is what happens in sweden as well someone gets social media and use it to communicate informative uh uh, things you see, that like another mm. person might, might use it for cyber or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, it's the same thing in that with a, lot, a lot of people I, I was giving you a practical example but uh, I'm oh, sure crazy. he's listening right now, but he <laughs> didn't know that there was a fan. Uh, I'm sure Jaliso <laughs> didn't know as a fan of his Facebook, Facebook. Mm-hmm. his Facebook account, you see, like, but I could confirm. But I know you're listening, don't grow big headed. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll
1: All just right. praise your friend. Yes, I'm you praising
0: me. him. Yes, <laughs> so you find that. Uh, Whatever is happening about uh, the World Children's Day and whatnot, I never knew of those. I never knew when I woke up. He so said today was World Children's Day, but then I was going through my timeline, and as usual, Dalisa was posting a a up n- on n- about
1: one children's. time.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> I, okay, let me change the name now. You big bigger. <laughs> okay, so yes, um, young people in Zambia are using social media to impact society. A lot of campaigns. The uh, the signing of petitions against Bill number 10, a mm-hmm. lot of petitions have been signed and most links are being shared on WhatsApp, which is a positive yeah. thing. We're seeing most platforms like SCF is on Facebook as mm-hmm. well, but then it goes back to the interest of someone. So mm-hmm. if some someone uses Facebook in the wrong way, we can't say uh, young people in Zambia are not using uh, social media platforms in the right way. It's about who somebody is mm-hmm. that is a particular person that is using that tool of social media. So there are a lot of young people there wow. that are using it for various good reasons.
2: And I got to know of Facebook so wow. Mm, nice. So well this is a just interesting view and interesting feedback coming from uh, our panel here and uh don't forget that you are you are dubbed to the youth for change. This is a special program and which is brought to you the support from the Lusaka City Council, Agents of Change Foundation, Zambia, and agneta Nodim Media and the City of Mama, all the way from Sweden. Mm. Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: indeed. And thank you for making this so, this show a huge possibility.
5: Thank you so much guys.
1: You're you really, for really
2: having so that. now <laughs> we're now moving on to into the issue of climate change mm-hmm. exactly what's so, the youth because it's a youth for change youth for change mm-hmm. i want to get from you guys mm-hmm. like looking at the statistics which we have at the moment carbon dioxide in the atmosphere has increased by 50 percent mm-hmm. today uh than it was like in the 19 um 19 uh, 1970s and the likes so As a youth, are you worried or hopeful seeing these statistics? All right, okay. Uh,
0: There's too much to worry about looking at those statistics, because it's not just about our environment, it's about our health as well, it's about our livelihood and our prospects of employment and whatnot. Uh, One thing that it comes with as well, it comes with an opportunity for young people to transform the situation because a problem has a reason but then complaining about it and talking to you about it is not everything that we could do or is not the only thing we would do as young people we would be it would be very important to be the church that we want to see i'll give you a practical example uh i had a discussion that would should be uh last week with some guys from nipa unilas and uh the University of zander Rosa in the and then there was a suggestion to say, at least if a student wants to come to our institution, they have to plant one tree. And oh, you are very <laughs> that's,
3: that's,
0: that's a very good idea. Mm. So I was telling them, how are you, are you not just going to plant trees everywhere, in the, including on the road, where <laughs> okay. grow whether you like it or yes? So it, it's, it's a problem, but then the most important thing we do about it is, is not complain, but be the change we want to see. Mm. I would personally say that I have planted should be three trees at home. Uh, and I haven't done that this year. I don't know. Like there are trees that have been there from uh, I can't remember, but, but for more than seven years. There's a mango tree and whatnot. But there are homes that have no trees. You get that. No. Once you just enter the place, it's just a house and then it's well paved in the around the yard and whatnot. But. Not as young people, after listening to all this cry to transform our environment, take a step. I mean, find even one tree, just plant it at the corner of your yard or just any spot you can grow. And if you are coming from a school, if you see an environment in your school that does not have a lot of trees and a lot of green life, you would possibly be the change in your particular school. Organize your friends, do something about that make sure you minimize or watch how you use your power watch how you use your water and whatnot so a lot of young people could be the solution behind this problem so it's a very good opportunity for us young people to just come together and see how we could contribute to the well-being of our environment and of course collaborate with our friends from (laughs) a, <laughs> yeah. it's a globalized government now there are no borders. Let us learn from what they are doing i mean they were talking about uh the, you just spoke of the fact that there was a point where in a residence you would hardly get water see that? Mm. so it's about young people are the ones who are even mostly concerned and, and uh, most affected because you want to go to school you want to go to your work you see that so exactly. you, you've got a lot of things to do you, know, you need to prepare for school you come back you need to take a shower and and you are unable to do that as a result of not having water. But then you became part of the solution. Instead of sitting home and complaining about you no know, us not having rain for I mean mm-hmm. you're complaining about you not having rain for it dude, you're not tree at home. What are you complaining <laughs> yeah. about? You're complaining about bad yeah, governance. Yeah. You've not to decide a petition against your team, so
2: mm-hmm. exactly so, I so I'll i ask you this question. But, um we you you've been in, in a situation where you've been affected. But what is it that you can do to make a difference
5: one thing is to go to the root of the problem and the other is to find a solution and we have this this discussion also that we need to plant more Mm -hmm. uh, and we are trying to uh, do that to take it to um, those that are responsible for uh, building that the inner yard of the uh, buildings should have more plants and more uh, trees and there is some green areas in mama but there could be much much more yep. yeah
2: one dollar you're so, this this uh, something. just I a, use... minute. I like a minute and then i, I like mean it
0: like <laughs> i'll be here so the other thing that it's not just about this radio program by the way uh, what we do is that we go out in communities and have outreaches. So uh, since we are talking about climate change, so if this was an outreach about climate change, what we do is that we go in the community with six members of the pub- public about the importance of taking care of the environment, contributing mm-hmm. to a green and healthy environment. So that that is where we educate about the importance of uh, uh, reforestation into members, to uh, members of the public and whatnot. And uh, how best to take care of themselves and the environment. So it's so not just about being under the four corners of the radio so you can We right. go out there because uh, the society, that's where the problem comes from, and why we mm-hmm. want to address it. It's not everyone, of course, that has got to radio. We go out there, interact with our friends, and get to learn a lot from them because it's not that when we are radio, doesn't mean we know everything. So we go mm-hmm. out there actually even learned that there are a lot of young people that are doing way better than us Mm -hmm. in terms of protecting their environment. So that's Mm -hmm. the other thing we do. And also, preach out against bad policy decisions, such as the 2 b forest 27 if I'm not mistaken, right? Where they, they have even started clearing out land that is supposed to just be meant for a green environment and they want to start building houses, I mean. I know. <laughs> I know housing is very important, but then our climate is important.
1: Precisely, yeah. So
5: according to you guys, what should young people be doing to help curb the effects of climate change? I think they should engage more and yeah. also talk to each other because we, our country is very long, <laughs> <laughs> those that live in north. Don't have much contact with those that live in the south, Mm -hmm. but they will still have like the passion for wanting a better climate.
2: Mm
5: -hmm. Uh, The south uh, usually gets warmer weather, but the uh, those in the north have much more cold weather. But that also affects them much more because we we can live live with with one degree like hotter, but. When you're dependent of reindeers and you're dependent of like the cold then it's very very hard for you but if we talk to each other and we organize each other and all the youth in one whole country go together and organize mm-hmm. then it will be a huge change
2: Exactly. Mm. Don't want to, maybe want to say it in your own way. Under a minute. Mm. i mean it because uh, I agree
0: with everything that she said, mm. so I'll just pick it up from there. I think one other thing that we have to say is uh, from what she was saying, I'll just use uh just a short phrase from there. Just go out there and do it. She'll see uh, that? Yeah. Just what? Just do go it. out there. And just do what?
2: And do it. And, and do, just do it. it. Like that. <laughs> just do it. And the
0: other thing that we shouldn't forget that like, let's take part in governance. If we want to see mm. a lot of solutions to these problems young people, this thing I would like to say that politics is for old people, politics is not for old people. The reason that bills that, sorry to say this, that don't make sense and add value to our nation uh, go through parliament and the speaker signs on them uh, realistically speaking with all oh, my disappointment is because they are old people so they do not care in the next 30 years because they are not going to be there mm-hmm. and their lives are already guaranteed but if a young person for example that is age 25, 30 sitting there in parliament they'll know that you just can't start cutting down the forest like that mm-hmm. in a nation which has no only to rainfall that is happening right now they will know that for you to extend the lives of young people invest in their education because when you invest in their education they'll know of how to protect themselves even against diseases that might be preventable that like come as a result of lack of hygiene.
2: Mm-hmm. So young people get into wow. governance,
1: go that parliament. It's um, legal. <laughs> this <is> great.
2: <laughs> this has been an amazing show where I've gotten a lot of insight. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> I'm even <laughs> failing to speak. <speech. laughs> you guys have just inspired me, like mm-hmm. getting the stories of um Dolly. Dodi- like getting what what happens there in, in Sweden because sometimes it, we just feel like it's only us in Zambia mm-hmm. where we can just actually uh, pay months Be to
5: months. get
2: right but we're able to these stories are things which are bringing us together mm-hmm. and from young people getting from you as a young person getting from him as a young person but working as a collective we're going to make something positive yes. and this is something which I'm going to take home Mm, wow.
1: yeah. Oh, it's it's really really sad that we're coming to the end of our show. Um, I must say, I have learned quite a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, well, I I'm 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 full on my platform as well. So I'm I'm def- I'm definitely taking all these, you know, on my media, and um, I'm filled with a sense of gratitude towards Momo City Council, the uh, City Council, our people, continue to advocate for change, and thanks for making this production possible. We love you guys.
2: It was really awesome. Yeah yeah you can
3: thank you it's been awesome being on this show and just being able to share on what uh, we are doing as the Saka city council and more so even as Lumax as a youth for change project so thank you guys and remember to protect the environment it's really important
0: mm-hmm. and thank you sweden as well yeah well, so you can <laughs> yeah. keep coming to zambia and uh
2: so not forgetting thanks to uh, agents of change foundation zambia are they media for pulling this production through well from us it's a bye bye yeah. <laughs>